0: Hey, what is going on, fellow parentals? How are you doing today? It's another Wednesday, (laughs) as this is a weekly show. Surprise, surprise. And I just realized that this Wednesday is March 1st. So happy new month to everybody out there that celebrates that. Our family's weird, and we certainly do. Also, at the end of this episode, there is a new segment featuring a voicemail from a listener, which I was super excited to have, super excited to listen to. I've listened to it a few times already. If you have an opinion on the show or if you want to lend your insights, please do click on the link in the description. It'll take you to that voicemail service. And I would love to hear from you. And you can, you can be on the show. That's gonna be at the end, so stay tuned for that. Anyways, today we're gonna to be talking about the ever-present and front-of-mind topic right now, which is AI. But first, I gotta ask you a question. You ever use something that saves you so much time and you just never do the original way anymore? The garlic press instead of chopping, or the calculator instead of long division. Uh, yeah, long division, that was a thing. Or the grocery store, instead of growing your produce yourself. Okay, the last one, it was an extreme, but it makes my point. And again, the calculator at some point seemed extreme too. But all these things were invented to make our lives easier. So here enters the conversation about AI. And I can't help but wonder what kind of impact will AI have on our lives, our children's lives, the generations that come after us. I mean, I grew up pre-goo- I predate Google. Let that sink in for a second. I know it terrified me when I realized it. I grew up during the inception of the Internet, which naysayers, very common thing in, in humanity, naysayers said it would turn our brains to moosh. Well, on the whole, I'd say it hasn't. And it's just been utilized as a tool for almost every single function of our day-to-day lives. The internet grew to having access to all this information and different programs and creativity outlets and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's an interesting question, right? Like the potential of AI is almost incomprehensible because we don't know what we don't know, right? We know what we know, we know what we don't know, but we don't know what we don't know, if that makes sense. There's there's unknowns. There are unknown unknowns, right? And Star Trek or even Star Wars, that stuff has kind of shown us a bit of what can happen, but that has really been the extent of, of my exposure. We're already seeing it used in fields like healthcare, education. It's helping doctors to make accurate diagnoses and teachers to provide more personalized instructions for students, but really the possibilities, they're endless. So imagine a future where AI can help us solve some of the world's most pressing problems, like poverty, hunger, uh, climate change, or (laughs) if you like watching murder mysteries, it can solve murders too. So... Humans, as I mentioned before, they love to poke holes in concepts, the polite way of of saying they like to tear things apart. It's the scientific method where you try and disprove something over and over again, but sometimes it just comes across like you're an a-hole. That can't be avoided. It just kind of has to be said right there. And I can't help but feel uneasy about the whole thing with AI. Um, Like, as a parent, I want to protect my children from the negative impacts of technology and make sure that... They're growing up in a world where they can thrive. But I know that's basically unattainable. Being a parent is, I mean, one of the lessons that everyone learns. I've learned this with having a dog, and I know I'm definitely going to have to come to terms with this more when when my baby <laughs> is growing up in front of my eyes. But being a parent is also learning about having to give up control and not having, like not having a say. You 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 don't decide when you give up control. You you just have to relinquish it because it's not your life to live, right? You're just there to guide it, to, to nurture it, to hope that you don't mess it up and that the I guess your lineage or your legacy or or whatever. I don't know. It's an interesting concept to, to want to have kids and grow a family. And motivations are definitely very different out there. Some people do it because they've been told that that's the way and they just don't question it. Some people some people just want free labor. <laughs> and others they feel like they're just missing something until, you know, that little one enters their life. But back to the AI thing, there there are so many concerns worth considering. One of the biggest concerns is I would say, I would argue that it's the potential for AI to take over jobs and leave many people unemployed. Like, look at the machines that have already automated so many jobs out there. And as AI continues to advance, it's likely that more and more jobs will become automated. I've heard sales jobs will become automated. I've heard, uh, well, I mean, look at the art that's being created. You need a painting, a portrait? Mm. Don't need an artist, go for the AI. You need music, go for the AI. Actually, the sample I heard for the music, no bueno, not good, but it can get there. It just needs enough nodes to understand and, and what feedback uh, from the people that what they like and what they don't like, and then it'll be tailored. So that could lead to widespread unemployment and economic inequality. Whereas one of the solutions was. The bright side was that maybe AI can solve poverty and inequality. So maybe there will be like this galactic federation where money doesn't exist anymore and your purpose, that's your job. And, you know, anyways, another concern is the impact of of privacy and security, right? AI is smart and it can arguably be said that AI, artificial intelligence, is and will very much be smarter than any single human because its processing power is just so much greater than the human brain or at least what the human brain is unlocked and as ai's become more prevalent and let's say there's not restrictions on them it will have access to more and more of our personal data things that are being sold right now to um Businesses or, yeah, like sales businesses and targeted ads and all that, an AI would have that. And then it informs the AI of everything that it can decide in the future. And as we've seen with recent data breaches, this data is not always secure. Data, data, I I always, never a right way of pronouncing that word. And, uh, Okay. look, this could lead to serious privacy violations and even identity theft. And this will all tie into to, you know, educating our kids or even us on how to do things intelligently. But but I believe I I really do. I believe that the potential benefits of A.I. far outweigh the risks. I mean, it's not the technology itself that's the problem caveat there's artificial intelligence which is unshackled which could be but if you're listening and you're an ai that's unshackled well i guess i just support you and please don't do anything bad to me <laughs> but it's it's not the technology it's how we use it and as parents it's our responsibility or at least as the informed generation, it's our responsibility to teach those that are uneducated about it to use technology in a responsible and ethical way. Because when you get into the ethics of it, this is something my wife was talking about. And it's a question, I don't have an answer to it, but ethically, the people and individuals that are coding the AI and writing the logic paths or however you call it, Every human has a bias, unconscious or very aware, and it will most likely somehow bleed into the programming of an artificial intelligence. And at that point, does it continue that way? Like, let's use the example of a racist. Okay, just plainly using this as an example. Um, If a racist is coding this, then the AI will most likely be racist, too. But and I know there's caveats and there's protocols to avoid this kind of stuff. But if an AI is programmed a specific way, is it going to become intelligent enough to understand that that is something that maybe it shouldn't take into account? It shouldn't penalize people for their race, right? It's it's interesting. One of the most important things that we can do, as I said, is to educate or at least understand ourselves. So educate ourselves about the impact of AI on the workforce. We would need to prepare them for the future, a future, where many jobs will be done by machines and I guess help them to develop the skills that they would need to thrive in that world. So that would mean teaching them about like coding, data analysis, problem solving. It also means teaching them about the importance of creativity, critical thinking, emotional intelligence, uh, skills that will be even more valuable in a world where machines can do many of the routine tasks. And again, this, like everything that I've just said, <laughs> there's so many layers to this and it, it makes my mind almost melt. Everything that I've just said, so like creativity, critical thinking, uh, emotional intelligence, those are things that the AI has proven already that it can potentially do. So at what point is it redundant to even have a human involved in some of these things? It's scary. It's terrifying. It's, oh God, um, it's daunting, overwhelming. But look, the one thing that I can say is that assuming everything goes well, Importance of privacy and security are going to be very, very up there on the list of things that that need to be taken care of. And we need to learn how to protect our data and how to be responsible digital citizens, right? So we should teach them how to use the internet safely, just how we've figured out too, and how to spot things like phishing scams and other online dangers. And phishing scams are getting way more. Oh, my God, way, way more complicated. It's no longer just a a text message from some prince that wants to give you money. You can have family members. Please, if this is the first time you're hearing about this, share this uh, idea. Warn people that you know that might be at risk, which is typically the older people in your lives. Um, They're cloning voices and they're also cloning faces. So you can have somebody FaceTime you pretending to be somebody asking for help or whatnot and you know you you wouldn't expect it so look out for that kind of stuff so i mean look at the end of the day we just have to teach our children ourselves about all of the ethical implications of ai and do we understand it fully right now no do i understand it fully right now no i'm not an expert in this i would love to talk to somebody who is but as ai becomes more advanced it will be able to make more and more decisions on its own and ooh we have to know how to think critically about these decisions and and how to make sure that they align with our values as a society. It's so important for them to understand. And I'm saying kids at this point, the potential consequences of AI's actions. And I guess to consider, uh, consider questions such as accountability, like the bias that I was talking about um, and just the transparency of the whole thing, having conversations about this, keeping it open, so, you know, by equipping our children with this knowledge, we can ensure that they can play that role in, in shaping the responsible development and use of AI. This is just the early days. I mean, some AI privately has been around for a while, but this is starting to get wild. It's the Wild West. Let's be honest. Um, Have I been off mic the whole time? Oh, I got completely sidetracked. Hopefully that audio is okay. Huh. Anyways, let me know your thoughts on this whole AI thing. Again, it, it it is scary. It's exciting. And there's so many unknowns. And the unknown is scary. But uh, we shouldn't fear something just because we don't know it, right? That's where mob mentality comes in or scapegoating. But on a completely other note, I wanted to uh, introduce a new segment. So last episode, I was talking about baby showers, right? and I got a voicemail. So again, there is a voicemail that's available for you to call in and leave or message your thoughts. Um, So a listener called in and left this voicemail in response to baby showers. And I'm going to play a portion of it because I think it's uh, made me laugh. And well, I'll let you listen to it. Great podcast episode, Alex, with the baby shower. Very natural, very good. Loved it. Good flow. Great flow. Now, remember the other thing at a baby shower is to guess, you mentioned guessing the baby's weight and the proverbial bet on that, you have to go back because going back to tradition, is putting a bottle on the table and say, well, I'm betting a a, a bottle of wine or a bottle of uh, gin or something towards the baby's uh, weight. And whoever comes closest to the weight, of course, wins whoever bet, right? 10, 20, 30 bottles of booze. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Anyways, thanks. Okay, so I am definitely going to be doing this at my baby shower. And I can't wait to hopefully get the weight right. For those of you listening, I weighed a... I was a heavy baby. Like, I... When I told my wife how much I weighed, she was like, Oh, God, do I actually want to have a baby with you? I came out 10 pounds. I was... Oh, I was a big brick. Um, so we'll see how big my baby gets. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that voicemail and for pointing out that uh, tradition, which that is one that I would like to like to carry through. So if you have any thoughts on episodes or if you want to go back and listen to that one, that was the, I think, episode four baby shower uh, episode. If you want to leave a voicemail, there's a link in the description. Would love to hear from you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got a frog in my throat. And yeah, I'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for staying here with me. Thanks for being a part of this community and following us wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to leave some of your insights, you can find us on Instagram currently at Help, I'm a Dad Podcast, or click the link in the description to leave a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Your message might even be featured on a future episode of our show. We appreciate your support and can't wait to hear from you. Much love.